welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello and welcome again. As always, I'm so happy to have you here. Just really want to acknowledge you for continuing to tune in to this podcast because that means you're really committed to learning and growing. And I've been on this path. Well, I've been aware I've been on the path. I mean, we're always on the path, but I've consciously been on the path of personal growth probably since my early 20s when I met my first coach. And if you want to hear more of my story, go back and listen to the introductory episode when I share my over it and on with it. But I must say over the decades that I've been on this journey, one of the things that's really made it a lot easier is being a continual seeker. You know, I, I never think I know everything. You know, there's no there. I'm continuing to learn and to grow. And I'm so glad that you're committed to the same thing because when we have a growth mindset, life is just a lot easier and and transformation and change is a lot easier if we're willing to learn and willing to grow. And just the fact that you're here and listening to this podcast means that you're one of those people. So, so welcome, welcome, welcome. So today's episode, if you've ever had challenges with another person in your life, then you'll appreciate this episode. So I think that pretty much covers everyone. And if you've ever had a challenge with a family member, particularly a parent or maybe a child, then I think you'll really appreciate my call today with Jessica. So Jessica called in because she was having some challenges with her parents. And I have to say, I'm not a parent yet, but I think it is the hardest job out there because it does not come with a manual. But I think sometimes kids expect our parents to have it all figured out, you know, not make mistakes. And if they do make mistakes, then we get really angry at them. But we forget that our parents are people too, and they had their parents with their share of issues. So it's very important to remember that everybody's human, including our parents. And I do think our parents are spiritual teachers in a lot of ways. And on some level, we pick them to teach us valuable lessons, and they're a significant part of our journey. And as we transition into a more adult relationship with our parents, that can become challenging for both the parent and the child. You know, I think it's challenging for parents because when your child is younger, you kind of do know better. But then as children grow into their own grown-ups, then the child has to start making their own adult decisions. And sometimes those decisions don't always go over so well with the parent. So being close to our parents is a beautiful thing when we're growing up, but it becomes a little complicated as we get older, especially if we're too close. You know, I see with a lot of millennials today, so people in their 20s and early 30s, they really rely on their parents' approval. And I don't think that's generation specific, but I think it's it's more so with this younger generation because parents were so involved in their children's lives. But there comes a point where, you know, we may not be pleasing them all the time and we have to choose what's best for ourselves versus what our parents may want from us. So if you can relate to 
wanting your parents' approval, uh, having some challenges with a significant family member, specifically a parent in your life, or maybe you are a parent and your child is growing up and you have some differences about some of the choices they're making, then I hope this episode will serve you. As you're listening to this episode, I just invite you to consider this question. Can you relate to really wanting to please people in your life, especially the people that you love? Can you relate to feeling obligated to do what your parents or some person who has a significant role in your life wants from you? And if you don't, do you feel guilty? So I'm going to give you tips for these situations and I'll come back at the end of the coaching session with Jessica and break down the call. Hello, Jessica. Welcome to the show. How can I help you? Hi. So I've been, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about six months and he is divorced with a daughter. I told my parents two months ago and they're very conservative and immediately freaked out, wanted me to break up with him. It's still happening right now, and there's just a lot of pressure. They've never met him. It's all completely based on the fact that he does have a daughter, and they even liked him before I told them about the daughter. So mm-hmm. that it's just been really stressful and very, very frustrating, and, you know, every argument I can think of feels like I know what they're going to say. They're not going to care. They're just going to care about the fact that he has a daughter and they don't want me to be involved and they've tried guilt tripping me, um, getting mad at me, threatening to take things away from me, which is ridiculous. I'm not dependent on them for anything. So it's just been a lot of drama and stress. And, you know, if it wasn't, if this wasn't the best relationship I've had in my life, I would not be even putting up with it, but it does definitely cause a lot of tension in my life. How old are you? I'm 30. Okay. Um, and with your boyfriend, would you say, I think you said it's the best relationship you've had, right? You're very happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how long has it been? Six months. We've known each other for about a year and a half though. Okay. And has he introduced you to his daughter yet? He hasn't. It's been a little complicated with the ex-wife, and they actually recently just moved away, so I'm not really sure when that's going to happen. Okay, that's actually good. I don't think that children should be introduced to boyfriends or girlfriends until it's a pretty firm, serious commitment, because that's a lot for a little Mm -hmm. one to handle, so I think that's fine. Um, But my my overarching question in all of this is... uh, you know, if you were looking from the outside in, evaluating your relationship with your parents before all this happened, how would you describe it? Um, I'd say it was it was good. We're close. Um, we they don't live in the U.S., but we talk at least once a week, if not more. We're always on WhatsApp chatting in our family chat. Um, you know, I do like talking to them, but I did always know they were very traditional and conservative, which is why I held off on telling them about this for Mm -hmm. a while. Are they, are they another culture? Um, they're Chinese. Okay. All right. So that is definitely very traditional and a different mindset about things. Well, so, I mean, basically this, this really comes down to you're a 30 year old woman 
and you can continue to live your life for your parents' approval, or you can make choices that are more in alignment with your heart and let them have their opinion and understand it and have compassion for their uncomfortableness. But it sounds like you're, you kind of want to know how to convince them to approve, and that may not be possible. Are you willing to allow them to have their upset about this? Um, I'm trying to, but it's just been really hard. And, you know, I do hear a lot of examples of friends or other people who are married to partners that their parents didn't approve of. And, you know, while it's sad, I feel like this is a relationship really worth holding on to and Mm -hmm. not something I am willing to let go of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because I'm Chinese too, I'm raised to respect my elders and right. you know, I do want to be a good daughter and I want to do what they want. But at the same time, I think it's ridiculous to break up just for the sole reason that my parents don't like that he's his dad. Well, if you want to do what they want, you might as well just let them pick your husband. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. But it's hard. Like, I, I want to please everybody and it's hard because I can't do that. And Correct. No one can, yeah. Jessica. No yeah. one can. And and maybe maybe this man is coming into your life to help you heal some unhealthy patterns. Because it's one thing to respect our elders. It's another thing to be a 30-year-old woman who is still um, almost guided and overly influenced by the opinions of her parents. You know? There's a difference. Yeah. Respecting someone doesn't mean doing what they want because nobody knows what's better for you than you. And this is not any againstness against your parents. This is more about me calling you forward into the woman that you are and and allowing your own inner knowing to make the choices for you because you're right, you can't please any, everyone. But if this is a man who you feel like you're cultivating a healthy relationship with, then it sounds to me like a statement like, Mom and Dad, I love you. I respect your opinions. I know this isn't what you want for me. And I need to walk this through for myself because there's a lot of love here. I'm not saying I'm marrying him tomorrow, but this is someone I'm going to continue to get to know. And if you're not okay with that, I, I apologize. And this is my choice. I'd love your love. You don't have to like it, but I'd love to stop hearing about what you don't like about it. That would be my request. So that our relationship doesn't get strained through this process. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then, sweetheart, you've got to be okay with them not being... It's like you have two choices right now. You are okay with them... Well, maybe three. You're okay with them not being okay with it, and you continue relationship... You break up with them and appease your parent. You break up with him and appease your parents, or you lie. Yeah, I wouldn't advise the third. That's kind of the coward's way out. I also wouldn't advise the second, which is breaking up with them to appease your parents, because down the road you'll end up resenting them. And I really get that you love them. Yeah, and I do. So I am trying to just do the best that I am able to do in this situation. It's just been really emotionally stressful and draining on 
my relationship with my parents. Right. So it's just been tough. Well, and that's the thing you can say to them in a mature way. It's like, again, you're 30, so you're the adult child of your parents. So this is really an opportunity, again, still respect them, but to speak like an adult and say, listen, mom and dad, I love you and I love him. And I see this is straining our relationship and that's really not what I want. And so again, my request is you don't have to like it, but can this stop getting in the way of our relationship? Can we have our relationship and you let and 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 I have my relationship with my boyfriend? Can this stop being a part of it? Because I feel like in your conversations with them, Jessica, you're trying to defend, you're trying to justify. And it's it's like trying to convince someone that's super pro-life to be pro-choice. It's like you're not going to change their mind on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And so I would just, I would lay down any any attachment to getting their approval or changing their mind. They're, they don't like it, fine. But can you can you all agree to disagree on this? And can you say, I love you, I respect you, I respect your opinion, and I'm not... I'm choosing my own opinion on this. It's not an against you kind of thing. I'm not doing this out of disrespect. I can't help that I've fallen in love with this wonderful man. And honestly, you could even say, he's better to me because he's the father of a daughter. I will tell you, men who have daughters are actually great catches (laughs) because they have such a sweetness towards women Mm because they have a daughter. But again, it goes I back to... I actually did have, try to put in that before. Yeah. But. yeah. Well, again, they're not going to change their mind. Mm-hmm. But it's about making a request of agreeing to disagree. I know you don't like this. And, and they may still continue to blow up. And yes, this may distance you from your parents. Sometimes relationships go through things like this, but come out healthier on the other side. But I would just encourage you to keep choosing love, keep choosing love, keep choosing love. And I don't mean keep choosing your boyfriend, but keep choosing love means not being ruled by fear. It means not being ruled by other people's expectations. It means communicating honestly, allowing people to have their opinion, not trying to change their mind about something, respecting it, saying, I hear you. And, and also being honest about how you need to take care of yourself. Because I, I'm going to say again, you don't want to end up resenting them. So what's coming up for you as I'm saying all this? Um, I mean, these are definitely all thoughts that I've had in the past. I mean, I tr- actually try not to even bring him up, but it does obviously come up. And the other day, my mom got mad at me for something related to him. And my dad texted me saying, I love you too much to see in your relationship with him. And then when I wrote back, I just wrote, love you too, dad, because I wanted to keep it as short and simple. And I don't want to get into any arguments about it. And then the next day, he wrote back and said, then please don't break my heart. Like, that's when it gets really tough, and I had a little bit of an emotional breakdown yesterday because I was just so frustrated with what he's saying because that's great. That's your heart, but you're in a relationship. You have daughters. Like, you've had your family. Like, this is my turn. I want to do it 
my way, but then I get turned around and I get guilt tripped like that. Like, yeah. how can you, you know, and I under, I understand where they're coming from. And, you know, I do respect their opinions, but, you know, on that emotional level, it is pretty difficult to deal with on, you know, when things like that, when my parents say things like that. Yeah. And it's actually quite selfish of them. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they're not going to see it that way at all. Like no. they're just going to say, "I'm only looking out for you." Like it's all about you, and mm-hmm. you deserve someone who doesn't have baggage. These are all things that they have mm-hmm. with me. And well, you know, maybe it's time to take a little space. Maybe it's time to say, "Mom and Dad, I love you. I respect you." This arguing back and forth is too emotionally draining on all of us. I think we should take a thirty-day hiatus. You know, until mm-hmm. until you start really stepping into your own, because there's a difference between boundaries and barriers. Barriers are when we just go into fear and we throw a wall up and we go into judgment and we make the other person wrong. That's a barrier. But a boundary is is more of being clear about the kind of relationship we're willing to be in with people. And it's really hard with relatives, incredibly hard with parents. But just because they're the parent, they're your parents, does not give them the right to emotionally manipulate you. It doesn't give them that right. And it's in your power to not be emotionally manipulated. Just as much as they're kind of throwing these things at you, you're allowing it in. Mm-hmm. How would you recommend trying to not let that affect me when, you know, they, they say things like that? Honestly, I would take a break. That's just what I would do. Because it seems like um, loving, clear communication isn't possible. Mm-hmm. If you lived in the same city, I would suggest family counseling to have someone mediate this for you. You could even try to do it over the phone or whatever it may be. But again, like I don't know how open they'd be to that given culturally what their conditioning is. Yeah. But you may need a little break to get strong inside yourself, to forgive them, to get really clear. Mm-hmm. And again, not in a barrier way, not in an againstness way, but more in a, um, you know, I I just need some time to really mm-hmm. focus on what's best for me. How do you feel about that? That sounds good, actually. I was thinking yesterday I needed a vacation from my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in a way, that would definitely allow me to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it can be done, you know, with love. Although it's a difficult conversation to have and a difficult thing to do, mm-hmm. it can come from love because really – one of the intentions of this would be to 
work through all that's being triggered inside of you so you don't end up resenting them. If you keep in this fight with them, you're just going to get more and more angry. So really, this is in service to not only taking care of yourself, but also (laughs) nurturing the relationship because it's really hard to work on a relationship when the other side isn't willing. Yeah. And until they're willing to meet you in the middle, which again can be, we don't like it, but we love you. You know, that's what I'd love to hear from them. Jessica, sweetheart, we don't like this choice, but we love you. And we trust you as a 30-year-old woman to choose what's best for you. Wouldn't that be nice to hear? That would be a dream. I don't even know if that's possible. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. And and if you decide to to take a little break, I would have a picture of them on your altar or whatever. And every day send them light and send them love with no attachment of changing their mind, but just of keeping the loving connection. Because even if you're pausing communication for now, you're not cutting off the love. You're not cutting off the connection. So you're nurturing the relationship. You're sending them love and light. You're forgiving, you know, knowing they're doing the best they can. And, and working on really stepping into yourself as a grown woman, knowing that, you know, your own intuition, your own divine guidance is really the only person you have to answer to. And that sounds selfish, perhaps, but really for you and for people listening, it is self-honoring because The more we honor what's true for us, communicate with love, the more we show up for other people as love. There's not the guilt and the resentment. You know, I'm sorry, but I do not think relationships full of guilt and resentment and people pleasing is is the epitome of a loving relationship. It's not. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to go through these things that feel selfish to create that. So I just support you in making a self-honoring choice here whatever that is for you. Thank you. And it's hard and I apologize for that. And I really get how much you love your parents and how much they love you. Okay, so I know my coaching to Jessica to take a break from her parents may have seemed a little bit drastic, but here's the thing. The more and more angry she would get at them, the more she would push them away inside herself and resent them. You know, sometimes we go through things that feel selfish, but are really more about being self-honoring so we can get to the other side. I've seen this with so many clients. They, they don't put up boundaries. And I'm going to talk about the difference between boundaries and barriers. They try to stay in a relationship that's tense. They try to please, live for obligation, and then down the road, they just end up resenting the person that they were trying to love and please. And so often when a relationship reaches the point where two people just don't agree, there's just no agreement. If there can't be agreement to disagree and live in peace, then sometimes a break gives both sides time time to simmer down, time to reflect, and actually time to miss each other and get back to the love. Because both Jessica and her parents are in a position of of judgment. 
And you can't get to the love when you're in judgment. They're both in their positions, right? It's like a standoff. (laughs) She wants to be with the boyfriend. They think they know better. Everybody's in judgment and opinions. And the more the dialogue continues and goes back and forth, the more they stay in their position. So if there's a break, that gives people the chance to maybe step away from their positions, miss the other person, and come back to the love. You know, the other thing that's important to consider if you're in a situation like this, that trying to justify and and defend all the time and explain your position is a waste of energy. It's like walking up to somebody that speaks Spanish and screaming at them in Japanese and expecting them to understand. You know, sometimes people just don't. We cannot attach to changing someone's minds. When we choose something for ourselves, it's not an againstness towards anyone else. So this is the difference between boundaries and barriers. Barriers are when we put up walls out of anger, out of resentment, out of not wanting to deal with someone about making someone wrong. You know, barriers make the other person wrong where we think they owe us or they have to do something to get back in. And it's a wall. It does not come from love. It comes from fear. It comes from judgment. It comes from anger. Boundaries are a self-honoring choice to create agreements of I respect you And I respect me. And in this relationship, this is what is an agreement I'll honor. And this is an agreement I won't honor. So in Jessica's case, it was about really saying, you know what? If we can't agree to disagree and not talk about this anymore, then I need a little break. But I love you. Barriers come from fear. Boundaries come from love. Boundaries are not about cutting off the connection completely. It's about maybe cutting off the communication for a while or putting some agreements into place. Now, if you are in a situation where you feel like taking a break from someone would be a self-honoring choice, I advise you to practice on your own, sending them love and light in your own prayer or meditation practice. So what you could do is keep a picture, like in Jessica's case, she could keep a picture of her parents on her altar or next to her bed or wherever. And every morning, every night, just send them love with no attachment again to changing their mind, but just by keeping that connection, keeping that love alive by sending their higher self love and light and working with forgiveness toward them and towards ourselves as much as possible whenever we're in any kind of tense relationship. Another tip that I'll give you that's more of a spiritual tip and something that I do, if I am in any kind of tense relationship where I'm at odds with someone in my meditation, I'll call forward their higher self. So let's say I'm having trouble with someone named Joe. In my meditation, I'll call forth Joe's higher self for the highest good of all concerned. And I'll just ask to speak to him. And then in my meditation, I'll have my higher self speak to his higher self and say whatever needs to be said. You know, I love you. I respect you. I'd really love us to get to the other side of this. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You know, whatever is in my heart to say. So that's a practice that you can use. I also want to mention the difference between respect and obligation. And I think this is, again, a challenging thing for adult children to start to really understand is that, you know, you're not obligated to live the life your parents want from you. Yes, respect them, show them respect, show them love, say, I hear you, consider their opinions and advice because they have lived longer and they do know you well, so consider it, but don't be obligated to do what they say, 
right? You have to live your life, not the version that someone else wants from you of what your life should be. Because again, you'll end up resenting them. And finally, we can't take responsibility for someone else's feelings or make them responsible for our feelings. So if someone else is upset at you just because you're making a choice that's in your highest good and in alignment with what you want and they're upset, that's not your responsibility. And if you say someone else is making you feel guilty about your choice, that's not their responsibility. That's yours. They're doing what they're doing. You're allowing them to make you feel guilty. You're the one that's actually making you feel guilty. So we have to take responsibility for our own inner experience in all of our relationships. So some reminders as we close out here. Be okay with other people not being okay with all of your choices. (laughs) Remember that everybody's human and everybody's doing the best they can. And even actions that seem unloving come from love. Like I know without a doubt, Jessica's parents love her so much. That's why they're so attached to their opinion. They're trying to protect her. So even though their actions don't feel great to her, they really are coming from love. And so I just encourage you, if there's anyone in your life who's challenging you, can you see beyond maybe their personality and their behavior and see that maybe they're just trying to love and protect you? And can you forgive them for their actions? And in relationships where some boundaries need to be set, do you have the courage to do so so that you don't end up resenting the person later? Keep choosing love. Do not be ruled by fear, expectations, or obligations. It's your life. You're the one who has to live it. And no one knows better for you than you. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.